2: This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody! It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys! This is Jared Sheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors.
1: Hey, this is Nick Butts from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter.
2: Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast.
1: Working class bow hunter podcast.
2: Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. this the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket the working man just like me and you my name's Travis Travis Bone Turner from the Bone Collector thank you for tuning in nobody pushes the envelope like working class bone hunter it's really really not that good
1: Working class. Work, class. Work, work, class class what class for a
3: it is episode number 227 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, right in the beautiful Buckatorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois. Did I give the address already? Ah, it doesn't matter. Hashtag working class fo' yo ass. That's our new thing. I, I just made it. Uh, go I shoot your bows old news. Yeah, go shoot your bows old, old news. Hashtag working class fo' yo ass. I am, <laughs> <laughs> I am Steve, in the studio today is Kurt. Hey, everyone. Eric Dougalis, how's it going? Tank Cameron, ta- or I'm sorry, Tank Intern Tank, <laughs> how's it going? Don't, don't be shy. <laughs> we're paying guy. him today.
0: Last time it was Crown. We're paying him today in Blueberry Moonshine, courtesy of our boys from
1: Eric. Florida. Well, have from, from Florida, uh, Ben Cawthon and Steve Brown. Last, oh, oh, Steve Brown. I just have him as Steve. You guys shared hunting camp in Missouri last yep, year, didn't yep, you? Yep.
0: Man, thanks, boys. We got the hooch, the real hooch. Yeah, and then uh, you
3: just indicted somebody in a criminal act. So way to go, you fucking snitch. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Moving along. Yeah, we got a full house in here. Um, So, yeah, we're having fun. This is what we do in the podcast every week. We have a blast, so thank you for joining us. And then we
3: get blasted.
0: That's right. So, but first, because we're allowed to do this in English, and Steve has a shirt on with Raptors and American flag in the background. And? Oh, your mic's in the way. It's a president. It's Ronald Reagan, bro. Okay. <laughs> it's American as hell. Shooting an Uzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got
1: a rocket launcher on his back. So
0: that is the most American shirt. Because we're allowed to do this, we have to thank our veterans, and that's when the veteran shout out comes into play. Steve, do you have a veteran for the veteran shout out?
3: I do. Um this is this is a guy I've been following on uh, Instagram for a little bit. Uh, he's a he's a comedian. He had a clip that popped up and it was fucking hilarious. The guy's name's Tom Tran. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at underscore t h o m t r a n. The guy was a U.S. Uh, combat vet. He's he's a comedian out in L.A. doing his thing, dude. He's absolutely hilarious. I suggest you go check him out. Want well, to thank that guy for his service to this country, and thank you for all the laughs that I've been having the past couple weeks. It is uh, worth checking out. He, he he is not it. He. Well,
0: his comedy is. What you're saying. Yeah, it is. But yeah. if you'd like to sumo- submit someone for the veteran shout out, man, we gotta drink more beer. Um, go to workingclassbowhunter.com, Hit the contact uh, tab, and there you can enter the form to submit someone for the shout out. Um, help us with spelling or pronunciation, if you will. Pronunciation, pronunciation, and uh, pronunciation. We- <laughs> we'll That's get rocking.
3: Write stuff correctly out loud. You do need yeah. another beer. <laughs> Good lord! Well, yeah,
0: I kind of did it on grab, purpose. Grab I'm one one not ready for that hooch yet, boy. Grab one then, boy. Uh, this podcast Beautiful, is going to be a fun one here, but before we get into that, man, we've got to thank the people who help us with our show and, and do what we do uh, after the daily grind of our blue-collar jobs. Um, everyone in here is blue-collar except for Doug. He uh, he sits in the A.C. and gets cold. He's wearing a the, blue shirt that yep. has
3: a blue collar just so he feels like he can fit in, <laughs> but I see that white collar under it. Literally. Hey, guys, I'm cool. No,
0: you're not. (laughs) Uh, We got to thank HHA Sports. Um, Shout out to our great buddy, Scott Bakken, uh, the man behind HHA. The beautiful man. a beautiful man. Uh, HHA right now, the reason to mention that first is a lot of people are either switching setups, switching arrow setups. Now's the time to do that. And single pin is is a real life changer for me for long-distance shooting and lifetime warranty. And they support our veterans. So check out HHA scent crusher right now um definitely a lot of people might ask how does scent crusher come into play in the off season air quote off season um one it's you're hot and sweaty when you go to scout you know scent control is still important and in the home now you know the with the the room clean i got that rock and i ran it two times two cycles in a row when i got home
3: i am not Um, allowed to go into the bathroom without turning that thing on first
0: Dude, you take a shit in the bathroom <laughs> when you run a room clean, no more shitty smile. Dude, you know what? Scent kind Crusher- of amazing. <laughs> it is amazing.
3: <laughs> you know what Scent Crusher needs to come out with? They need to come out with like a, a portable, like, scent room clean for like the porta potties. Cause, dude, I go in there and I handle some business. You know, hot, sweaty job site, dude. I'm leaving my musk and butt odor in there it needs to go away (laughs) my butt you're pretty gross man (laughs) you are disgusting but But, hey that (laughs) i don't say what that odor (laughs) ever again (laughs) that room clean takes it right up and if you you think we're joking do this you know take one of them things you know after taco tuesday so you know the wednesday (laughs) after taco tuesday hit the bathroom put that thing on have your significant other walk in there see what they smell
1: crush that butt odor that's right no more butt odor
3: no more butt odor <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're an idiot also got to
0: thank elite archery uh big things coming from them if you haven't shot the ritual yet you need to get after that um it's absolutely amazing i always said that my synergy was the best shooting bow i've ever shot and i shot the ritual this year and i'm like now that is nice don't go and shoot it unless you want to spend the money on it because you will leave with yep. it it's just the way Guar- it's-
1: guaranteed to leave with it. Facts
0: are facts. Check
1: your bank account before you shoot it. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Most of the <laughs> homies on uh,
3: Respect the Game are shooting it, so
0: Speaking of which, I think our buddy Paul Biggs had a message here. Mm. Let me pull it up. I'm hoping it'll it'll play here. Did he now? Yeah, let's see. This is uh yeah, Paul Biggs te- sent me this in a text. We'll see if he listens.
2: Hey, this is Paul Biggs from Respect the Game, and you're listening to the podcast for the working class with some awesome dudes. And
3: Steve. What kind of what kind of shit a, is
0: that? There's a good message from Paul Biggs, the producer for that was the a great group. message. That, that was awesome. Very accurate.
3: You know, he could be saying you know, he saved the best for last. So some awesome dudes and then Steve. It's just like, dude, there's awesome guys no, I'm pretty in. Sure. With some They're awesome, awesome
0: dudes, comma dot, dot dot, then there's Steve.
3: Well, I mean it's like, you know, yeah, dot, there's, dot, there's, dot, there's dot, awesome everybody. guys, but then, you know, that means I'm on a whole new level. Of which shit. you not did. Well, of butt odor. <laughs> of butt odor. Um, also, big announcement for
0: us. Big deal. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. We are – we've had the blessing to be on the Big Time app. Big Time just launched. Uh, big Time is mineral company out of Indiana. Joe Humphreys, Big shout out to him. Did awesome they even guy. ask
3: our permission? Of course he did, son.
0: Oh, okay. So he launched this awesome app that, that has all the big. Yeah, you don't get to be in those meetings That's it for the executives.
3: Oh, okay. You guys handle business for me. Uh, Paul Biggs is right. Yeah, I get it. You're barely on our team. So, <laughs> I know I'm on a whole new level.
0: Joe got a hold of me and you know told me about this app that he had coming out and that it's uh, all the people he works with with Big Time. It's like a media app. It's almost like its own network, but you can get on there, sign up. There's giveaways, all sorts of stuff. You can go download it from the app store. Um, I think on whatever device you have, mm-hmm. and you can find our episodes on the Big Time app. It's really cool. Uh, it's you know, there's a lot, and that's just getting into the surface of it. There's a lot more that's going to happen with this app, and uh, I'm just glad that we're a part of it. So it's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, a lot of teasers. You can just access like like you said, our you watch podcast full episodes.
0: Um, the virtues on there. I mean, you got the app open, scroll through something. I got and
3: like you know, the featured is right there. Um, you know, they got the team, so a lot of people who, you know, if you're curious about who reps uh, big time, they're all right there. Um, there's the Lindsey that just popped up. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, dude, I want to buy some of this stuff. They got a shop right there. You can find a dealer locator. Oh, um, well, well, it's cool.
0: Shop. Doug and, and Eric can use big time because yep. mineral is legal in Iowa. It's not in Illinois. Mm-hmm. So me, Steve, and Tank Cameron Tate can't use it. Boy, but it's it's getting there. and sucks. We have an upcoming time. podcast with Joe, and we're going to get into that mineral, that maybe a little bit of the debate behind the big time business that's coming um, yeah and we can't use weeks. the
3: mineral but they do offer a bunch of uh other There's seed you know, food and all sorts and stuff. of stuff yeah which would be nice you know because um you know we've talked to people in the past where they said how important mineral is and things like that and yep um whatever yeah. your views on baiting are i mean if, if you think it's legal and you want to uh check it out we'll get into over it there. we'll yeah. just leave it so. at that
0: but check out the big time app give it a download make an account you could win some stuff and enjoy some good content while you're there it's free
3: it takes like three minutes
0: yeah what are you doing what else are you doing with your life you know all right, let's get on to the episode here. Let's do it. Walt is joining us from Florida. He's got the second best hunting podcast um, behind uh, us. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's the second best. Maybe. He's he's top thirty or forty, probably for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> now Walt's,
3: Walt's a really good dude. Uh, what had a podcast made this week here? <laughs>
0: no, Walt is a great guy. We've uh, I've kind of made friends with him over the past. Oh, God. I think it's probably been a year since, uh, we got introduced. I don't really know how it even happened. We'll, we'll just, I'll ask Walt and we'll see, see if and, uh, he remembers because we don't. We, we bust each other's balls a lot online. He'll get in our live videos on Facebook and social media and like say shit to us and we'll do the same to him, but he's a great dude. He's got a good podcast out of Florida. You got to check him out. Um, if you can't listen to Working Class Bowhunter all day, so if you got to listen to somebody else. The Chasing Chills Outdoors podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah we got you, enough episodes. You could. I mean, you could do whatever you want, really. Spread but, uh, the wealth. Boy. But yeah, we'll get Walt on the phone here and uh, see what's going down there in the miserable heat of Florida. Hope you guys enjoy.
3: All right, on, on the phone with us right now, we have uh, Walt from the wonderful state that is uh, mainly featured on the show, Cops. Walt, what's going on? <laughs> Hey, man. I'm doing great. How y'all doing? Good, good, good. Everybody knows what state I'm talking about, so we don't need to bring it up anymore. Well, if you don't, it's Florida. <laughs> Walt's from the
0: Chasing Tales Outdoors podcast, and uh, thanks for joining our show, man. I know that your, your show's not doing too hot, so you had to hop on ours, so we appreciate that, man. <laughs> Dude, for loves for <laughs> likes, I mean, I'm doing anything I can over here. For, for loves or likes, I love that. That's awesome. I love that. No, seriously, <laughs> man you got a you got an awesome podcast. It's the one. If I listen to hunting podcast, yours is the first one I turn on.
2: Well, dude, that means the world to me.
3: And you know it makes it. yeah, it makes us feel good. I mean, us doing this charity for you, you know, having a having you on. So
2: yeah. <laughs> it's no longer tax deductible, so
3: <laughs> I said
0: in the pre intro a little bit about you know how kind of how we got to talking, which I didn't really I don't really remember how we got introduced. Was it through the Whitetail Experience boys, or how did that
2: no, start off? No. Uh, a guy by the name of Iron Sharpens Iron on Instagram created like a group chat and was like, Hey, I'd love to hear you two on a podcast. And so, like, you and I got to chatting about a collaboration, and then I had you on, I don't know, like, almost a year ago. It hasn't been that and, long, uh, has it? But, yeah, dude, it's been a hot second.
0: Fuck, dude. Time flies when you're oh, busy. Damn. Okay. I, I, I don't mean, know why I don't remember that group thing, but. Um,
2: yeah, he he tagged he tagged you and me and was like, hey, we need oh, to go. I'd like I do Y'all that. are my favorite podcast or some shit like that, yeah.
0: Because then, yeah, then we talked on the phone not long after that. And then, uh, yeah. here we are.
2: You were in a tractor and I could barely fucking hear you. Yeah. 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 I remember I was in
0: Idaho. Okay. Yeah. It's all coming back to me now. That's hilarious.
2: So we finally made yeah. it
0: happen. So I appreciate your patience. And, uh, now yeah, we guest on your show. Um, and it was a great time. We had a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, I think anytime you get a bunch of, a bunch of like-minded individuals who, who, uh, can both bullshit, but not, uh, throw too much shit. It's, it's a good time had by all.
4: Absolutely. I appreciate the time to
2: be
0: on your podcast, brother. Yeah, man. Well, I think this is just the beginning, you know. We'll come on your show again. You'll be on our show again and kind of do the collaboration that we're working out right now in the moment. But tell people about your podcast and kind of like how you thought of it and and what made you want to start one and whatever. Let's kind of break down the podcast game from our perspective.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. So my podcast kind of – came from uh, my wife telling me to shut up, partially. Um, I, 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 like to, <laughs> I like to talk a lot, uh, which a podcast suits me well for that reason. But, uh, you know, God bless her soul, she puts up with a lot, but she can only uh, contribute so much to the conversation. and Normally that's just like a, a nod and an, oh, okay, cool, that sounds fun. And uh, I, I actually got on Dan's podcast, the Nine Fingers Chronicles podcast, and, and liked it so much. I was like, shit, this, this can't be too hard. It uh, turns out it's a, it's a little more difficult than I thought But
0: Not only that um, Is you feel dumb as hell When you record the first couple
2: Oh, dude Like the first 20 like, Yeah, I, that's true I, Yeah and, and then it only gets worse When you have someone on Who is a podcaster And an established one You know, it's like All the pressure's on at that point But uh, But yeah So basically The premise of my podcast Is really simple I just want to inspire people To get outdoors And to share stories with each other Everybody remembers You know back in the 80s and 90s uh before the internet was a big deal like if you met a hunter who had some awesome stories he went to the center console of his truck or you know his suv if you're like steve and 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 you pull out this this book of of photos and you're like oh yeah and i was i was hanging from my toes on this tree and shot this buck you know and it was just it was really cool the camaraderie that happened and i just kind of wanted to inspire people to go out there and chase chase whatever it is that they're passionate about and do so by sharing stories you know just i I have people come on and and they they tell uh whatever whatever awesome story they have to share and and you get to hear their excitement and i hope it inspires people to get up off the couch and, and hunt you know
0: no doubt, man. And it's funny you said that the center console with like the folder of four by six printed out photos because oh, yeah. our buddy Jim yeah. Burns—I talk about him a lot—he always had that folder. And every year in hunting camp, even though i had seen those photos, but he didn't have just him. He had everyone that we hunted with. He had all their big bucks. And dude, I just declared I'm going to print out all the big buck photos that my whole crew has ever killed, and I'm keeping them in my truck. I'm going to I'm going to bring that back. Like, fuck the phone. Awesome. I don't got the memory on my phone to do that. I'm bringing back the 4x6 <laughs> glossy trophy photos. Sitting man. at a
1: tavern. Hey, I got oh, round yeah, to my man. truck quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to do it. They'll be all,
3: like, water-warped and yep, wilted and shit. Yep. I'm hey, bringing that back. And by the way, I have a truck now, and Eric has the SUV. Yeah, so that's right. There. We switched.
2: <laughs> no damn sorry eric didn't mean to throw you under that bus
3: oh that's all right yeah it is. it's pretty cool but <laughs> that micro bus <laughs> well how long hey, have you i've been... got an suv
2: too so i can't talk shit
3: <laughs> well how long have you been doing your show man
2: uh just over a year um to be honest with you uh we're just starting to get somewhat decent <laughs> you know some 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 rhythm to it and kind of getting our voice and uh but yeah, I think we're I'm I'm as we're talking, I'm uploading episode forty six right now. We put one out uh we try and put one out every like Sunday, Monday.
0: Cool, man. It it, it is a weird it's like a weird learning curve because I we're on this is episode two twenty seven, I think. We've we've been doing it a little over three years, like three and a half years. And I still I feel like now we're comfortable and like I know what we are and we found our groove a bit. But it takes a long time, man, to find your own niche and to make your podcast unique because uh, something interesting, you know, if we're going to talk about like what is podcasting in the outdoor industry, that is because we're, we're our own unique group of media. Yeah. We're in the podcasting community, but the hunting podcast community is a way even smaller piece of that pie chart. Mm -hmm. And, um, I saw a post online that said something about, you know, what's your favorite hunting podcast tag them below. Well, a couple people had tagged us. So I get on there and look, and I'm just kind of reading the comments and a comment in there that I really agreed with the guy, um, even though it was kind of a negative comment, he said, you know, none of them anymore. He's like, they're all the same shit. Everybody repeats the same thing. It's all blah, 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 the same. Blah, blah. Like just you can, every year you repeat the same shit episode after episode. Every first week of November episodes, the same episode year after year, which I like, get what he's saying completely. But I comment on there I'm like hey man I I get this completely and I do agree but the show dynamic is what is supposed to make it entertaining and you can you know you can sit there and spit nothing but knowledge but sooner or later people are going to get bored of that you got to have that unique dynamic or charisma and that takes time to develop in a podcast because yeah you might have it when you're you're drinking with your buddies but to do it on record on the push of a record button is a different type of skill that you just have to learn
3: and God forbid the guy watches something like baseball. He's like, what are they going to do? Pitch to the batter again? No, oh, I can't watch this anymore. No <laughs> shit. Like, you know what the fuck's going on, dude. You know what I mean? It's yeah.
2: And it is, do, you,
0: do you feel that same way, Walt? Or, I mean, what's your kind of outlook on it?
2: Yeah, no, I, I kind of do. I, I think it, it's, it's really weird. Um, when I first started out, you know, I had like 20 different hunting podcasts that I listened to and uh, I, I'd say that, you know, I'm not like an accomplished hunter yet, but I feel like the same people make the same rounds on the podcast and and <clears throat> let me just say this though it's not that the content isn't good content. It's just how many times is it enjoyable to hear the same like the same thing, right? and so it's one of those things where I kind of started to wean it back in places like y'all where y'all constantly put out different content. And yeah, y'all do jump into the strategy, but you also break it up and, and no two episodes are alike. You know, y'all, y'all might talk the rut every year, but you're so organic and so natural about it. And I think, I think what people Appreciate have to that. realize is there's like, yeah, and I mean that from, from, you know, genuinely, but there, there's like two forms of podcast out there. There's entertainment, well, three. There's entertaining, there's informative, and then there's like a hybrid of the two, right? Right.
4: Yeah.
2: And I, I, I'm not, and I'm not the authority on something, so I can't be informative, right? But I can have guests on, and we can tell stories, and I can guarantee you, no two stories are the same. For sure. So that's kind of why I structured mine the way it was. Was I kind of got bored with the content that was out there? You know, I'm, I'm with you,
0: for sure, man. And what's cool about your show, man? I mean, we're Midwestern boys. There's a lot of podcasts popping up. I mean, let's be honest. From when we started, Working Class Bowhunter to now, I mean, the popular or known podcast, there wasn't a whole lot. There, you know, maybe right. a like few now there's hundreds and maybe they're not done the right way or done with the right equipment or the right budget or the right point of view and that's where certain ones stand out and i I see you guys your podcast as being one that is standing out already and is just going to do better man i really do and i i've listened to i don't listen to hunting podcasts i talk about that openly um and i actually sampled a couple hunting podcasts in the beginning before i even started working class bow hunter And I didn't like them, so I started my own. Um, But now I'm kind of trying to change my mindset, and I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I'm trying to listen to some more hunting podcasts. Um, Yours is the – out of all the hunting podcasts, yours is the one I've listened to the most out of all the other ones. Like Joe Rogan, of course, when he has a guest on the hunts, but that's not his Yeah, absolutely.
2: Those are fire.
0: But I'm trying to – open my eyes a little bit and do that because I feel like now I'm getting into the groove where no matter what I do, nobody else is going to influence what I do because I've already found like where I'm right. comfortable. So right, do you still find yourself listening to the same amount of podcasts that you did at the beginning or do you find it tapering off where you're listening to less podcast, less hunting podcasts?
2: No. I, yeah. I listen to far less hunting podcast, but I think what, what I've done to adjust for that is I listen to a lot of Western hunting podcasts. Um, and i think it's a unique topic because a there's far more big game to hunt there than there is in the midwest and even in florida and the mm-hmm. terrain from state to state changes so much so it's not like you can just talk like you can't just be and and i'm just going i'm just going to say this there are guys who hunt a specific pinch point every year and kill a big buck and they don't know what they're doing but they've got 50 on the wall and they can that that's their talking point when they get on the podcast right mm-hmm. like so you can't do that out west. You've got to, you know, out hike somebody five miles, and their strategy behind the gear, and you got to know the habitat specific for that area versus right. uh, for that time of year. And I just feel like there's a depth to the conversation on Western Hunting podcasts. Um, for sure, I'd agree. With and that. I think that's, yeah, yeah, like Brian Barney. You know, like he puts out an incredible podcast.
0: Yeah, and what's funny about Brian Barney, um, we have a mutual friend, Clint Casper. Clint Casper's on Brian Barney's podcast a lot. And uh, right. I've, I've talked to Brian on the phone a couple of times. The nicest dude ever. Oh yeah, and uh, he, he put out, he puts out a killer podcast, man. A very popular podcast um, with not many episodes under the belt. Uh, last time I listened, um, and Rogan, Rick, I, remember, I was watching a Rogan episode on YouTube, and Rogan threw out Brian Barney and his show, and I'm like, whoa, that's it's as big as it gets right there. know, yeah. so if Rogan shouts you out, you you've
1: you're there. You know your shit, then.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got some notoriety. Um, but it's
3: not, you know, a lot of these, um, other podcasts are, um, popping up are relatively new. Maybe they've been around for a while, but I'm, I'm just getting to them because I like to, I can't really listen to music a whole lot when I'm driving anymore. I feel the same way lately. Uh, you know, when I'm working, that's one thing, you know, I can put my headphones in, but when I'm like, I'm driving, I got to listen to people talking. And sometimes I just like being a fly on the wall for conversations
1: and in the
0: mornings when you listen to a podcast I've been doing on the way to work. I'll listen to one. It fires up your brain.
1: It does. I mean, you start. Yeah, it does. You, well, it get you, you thinking, not like music where you're just sitting there listening, listening the out, same old right. song, and you're just yep.
3: like, you know, you're kind of zoning out. And I, uh, I, I, I checked out. I can't remember what these dudes' name. I know they shouted us out on an episode. I think they're called the Deer Hunter Podcast. Yeah, yeah, great dude. And uh, they, ju- they just had a couple guys. Just Kevin, yeah, great. Kevin, boy. yeah, these guys were just uh, hanging out. Drinking some cold ones, talking deer hunting, and I'm like, dude, I, I enjoy this shit. I mean, you know, whether it's going to be super informative or not. Yeah, they gave us a big shout-out on their podcast, which is super cool. Yeah, I just I just want to listen to stuff like that. And that's that's kind of where I'm at, but again, I'm all over the board with podcasts. I'll listen to, like, a lot of pro wrestling podcasts, golf podcasts, anything. I just need to listen <laughs> to something else to you know that's not music when i'm just driving and just trying to relax well well, let's do this since we're all talking
0: podcast industry before we break down other things that we have in our area well give me your you can do this however you want give me your top three hunting podcasts you listen to and then maybe if there's a top three of like the other genre whatever it may be
2: oh man okay so if i'm gonna i'm gonna exclude you guys just because it's your show and i feel like that's fair Yeah, Um, for sure I mean, you are you would be in the top three to begin with. It, it, it's a narrow top three. But, Appreciate that, man. Um, I yeah, I, I I I really like the Beyond the Kill podcast.
0: I've um, never heard of that one. I will have to check that out.
2: Oh, dude, it's awesome. Um, real 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 high quality production. Um, who, I listen to Beyond the that? Kill. That's a good one. Oh, I can't remember. He he has some incredible guests on though, dude. His, his podcast is awesome. It's it's mainly, um. Mainly Western hunting, but he does a fair amount of, like, getting some Eastern hunting in there as well. Um, cool. God, his name is escaping me, but it's a great one. It's it's endorsed by the Wild Sheep Foundation. Oh, cool. He's, All right. He's, yeah. Cool guy. Um, the Eastman's Elevated would probably be number two. Brian, Brian Barney. Barney. You know, just awesome, awesome fella. Full information. And then I listen to, oh, yeah, 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 Loaded. And then I listen to probably Kefaro Cast next. Cool. With Aaron Snyder. Did he used to be...
0: I don't know. I'm not familiar. Yep. Is that Gritty Bowman?
2: No, he was the co-host of Gritty Bowman. So Brian Call is the Gritty Bowman, and, Brian, and and Aaron Snyder was like his compadre, his right-hand man. Okay. Um, and then for reasons I can't, like, I don't want to speculate, like, on the record, but they broke up for some reason, and uh, Aaron just started Kafaru Cast. So you know he works for Kofaro Backpacks. So
0: oh okay. Um, okay oh the company yeah. probably approached it, him and he started a podcast for the company,
3: spreading the wealth. Baby. Well he works for them.
0: Well that's what I mean. He works for them. Yeah, so like yeah. hey yeah. you know podcasts don't start our own company podcast.
2: Well and I think I think the reason why I like those three is one they're informative. But you kind of talked about how a lot of people you know when they're around the, the campfire they can communicate really well, but they don't necessarily translate to audio. And from a like a geeky podcasting person. The reason for that is when you're face on face, you rely on body language to communicate how you feel. And when you when you record on audio, there is no body language, right? so, so yeah, you got to right. be really
0: conceited to <laughs> just talk into space.
2: Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you got to have a little bit a of that at the same though? time. Yeah, I mean, you're kidding, but it's it's, it's kind of the truth. I mean, you kind of have to like be this like. I, I sometimes envision like the lamp when I'm recording is the person I'm talking to. Because then I like use my hands and I'm 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 like motioning and I feel like it communicates better on the audio, but a lot of right. people don't realize that. So it's, you know what helps Walt really
0: for me from my point of view because Steve had had a comedy podcast before we started Working Class Bowhunter, and so the first couple episodes, Steve's like, "Dude, no, that was good." Like you've already, I mean, how many episodes in your comedy podcast did you record before we did episode one of Working Class Bowhunter?
3: It was. Shit it was quite a few because I actually had a hip hop podcast before that.
0: Oh, I didn't. I had no idea. I didn't even <laughs> know this. No, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, we, I, I, I don't
3: I'm,
1: think any of us knew that. No, I'm not. I uh, didn't know that.
3: Yeah, I had that with uh, <laughs> Ill Will, Illmatic Cat. He was a local rapper, and I, I linked up with him and. Um, that's fucking dude, awesome, you know, dude. I mean, yeah, we talked that. about. I mean, can we still
0: find this? That's somewhere? gonna be trivia for all our listeners out there. Sooner or later. So hold on
3: to. That I don't know. Deep, it, was dark called secret. A, it was called the Paid Dues Podcast. And no
0: shit. Yeah. I did not even know that, dude.
3: Yeah, this is like you know, and it wasn't like um, you know, we were sitting there talking about like little pump or anyone. Like you know, it was a lot of <laughs> little lot pump. Of, it was like a lot of strong Arms steady de la soul. You know, Wu Tang. <laughs> it was yeah, a legit hip hop. It podcast. was like legit okay. shit. And then that kind of morphed into a. So how many?
0: I want to ask you. How many podcasts did you record? Because I'm, we... I'm trying
3: to remember. So I think I did like fifteen, sixteen of those. And then uh, when Devin came on. Uh, and then we changed it to a comedy podcast. We ended up doing like, oh shit, maybe 20 more. So I think I was already like 30 something deep. Because I was a guest on your guys' comedy podcast. You were, That's and that was the second studio that we had because we did it at uh That was a cool studio. You guys had a studio
0: where to enter the studio, it was a sliding bookshelf. What? Yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, he's, really? Yeah. That yeah, no, was pretty dope. Uh, what?
3: Yeah. He, sold, he, sold, the, he since sold that house and uh, moved on. But uh,
0: he had it to where I remember when I not, I'll never forget because I didn't know what I was doing you're just I put a tweet up we talked about this before where I went no, over no. there podcasted slides a bookshelf over and then he had a hidden area to where it was a hidden room but his dogs could still get in through like this tunnel thing in the back yeah
3: so his dogs way. could
0: still get in and lay down in the studio but you didn't I don't know the way I remember I didn't know where they were coming in from
3: yeah, it was like a basement. It was a room, but like the the doorway was cut out so much that like the bookshelf was like sliding and it was on like a roller. But there was one certain book that had like a cable attached to it. So no way. Yeah, like, when you would pull that, it would that's release like movie leverage. shit right
1: there. Hey, well, dude, it was like our a, next
0: studio is gonna have that. Oh, well, we can rig it out.
3: essentially all it like was a deer
1: mount
0: yeah. Deer dude, mount. You move, yeah. you move it on a full range hanger, and it opens a latch.
3: Oh, it's easier <laughs> yeah. shit to do because it, it was basically, essentially, what it was was a um, like, like a pull, fence
1: latch. Pull his ear,
3: yeah. And dude, you just <laughs> pulled it and it unlatched it. So yeah, you'd go in there, and then there was like a little doorway for the dogs to get into. through like a laundry room. Okay,
0: so you recorded a bunch. I don't remember what my point was in that,
3: but you were saying like they li- <laughs> they listen a lot different because you you got on yeah. there and. Um, we oh, were know, talking
0: about the dynamic of like being like talking. What helped me is after we got a bunch in, and I knew people actually listened. You kind of envision that you're you're talking with a listener in a way. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, helped me yeah. talk. But uh, so non-hunting podcasts. If you had to name a couple, um, if you listen to them, what would they be, Walt?
2: Oh God, this is embarrassing. I, I'm pretty. I, I'm pretty much a nerd. Um, Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you to talk to, like to a economy. lamp.
3: So, you know, <laughs> that shit up right I listen away. to like
2: the, the, the economist and, and, and like stuff like that, Freakonomics radio, kick ass news. It's just like a, a lot of just like varied content. I'll tell you one that's awesome and you, everybody should li- listen to it cause it's fucking hysterical Is star talk radio. Have y'all ever heard of that?
0: No, I um. haven't.
2: Dude, it's, it's Neil deGrasse Tyson and uh Bill Nye the science guy. And then they have a comedian called Chuck Nice on there. I know Steve knows who Chuck Nice oh, is. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, dude, it is. I know what you're talking hysterical. about now. I know what you're talking about.
2: Yes. It is awesome. And it breaks down to like some really cool shit. Like when World Cup was, was like ramping up, they were talking about like a soccer ball and how if you kick it and it spins, they like break down physically why it occurs. And then they, and then Chuck Nice comes in with some humor. It's, it's hysterical, dude. It's, it's raunchy. Oh, nice, it's funny. Nice. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, Eric, I don't know. I don't picture you as a guy, even though we have a podcast. I don't picture you listen to a ton of podcasts. I
1: don't. Not really at all. If you, you don't listen to any. Well, I mean, here and there, I'll look them up on Spotify just see if there's any new ones out there. But most of the time, no. I just listen to like comedy skits and shit. Well, that's kind of the, it's yeah. like
0: same relation yeah. in a way. But mostly Duh- just music. We're doing a, we're doing a roundtable right now in your episode, so sorry, Walt. Doug. You're uh, good, bud. Hunting podcast your episode, wise, good. I
1: don't literally listen to. I'm gonna start listening to Chasing Tales, see how that is. (laughs) (laughs) Walt loves it.
0: Goddamn. Walt vibes well with us. Hey. Quit your Give us your podcast and just join ours. How about that? Yeah, we'll kick Steve Dude, out.
2: let's just start a fucking podcast network and be done with it, man. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's we'll just call out. it the
0: Big Dick Podcast Outdoors. Let's see how well that works out.
3: All <laughs> well, the other networks. We'll call about. it
0: the Dick Ass Outdoors Podcast. Dick it's Ass
1: the Outdoors. Team
3: Dick Ass Outdoors. That's a little inside joke for a couple years I've back.
0: already trademarked that. <laughs> hey, uh, Doug, any other
1: podcasts that's hunting podcasts? Uh, I'd say The Fighter and the Kid. You're welcome. Yeah, Joe Rogan um mysterious universe they do like the sci-fi stuff like aliens and shit and then maybe i don't know like, the 10 minute podcast i haven't listened to
0: that. i heard that's good it's pretty good with will sasso our intern tank do you listen to podcasts
4: yeah i'll uh <laughs> i like randy newberg like I'm randy. a lot of the western hunts yeah <laughs> Hi, how are you i'm uh, randy hey meat Not- eater of course right. it, there's a lot of information you can learn and then uh, Joe Rogan, if I really want to get crazy with my life. <laughs> All right, Steve, what <laughs> is, you kind
0: of already spit out what you listen to? What is it though? I mean, like, just give me no explanation. Just tell me what you listen to.
3: No, I'll t- I'll I don't want a though. ten minute long fucking story. No, I'll fucking tell you who it is. Uh, okay, I give you the um, yeah, obviously hunting podcast, like Chasing Tales. Anytime we hear some of our buddies on Kiss Ass, I'll go listen to like some of those podcasts. You know, if if we know if like if I know somebody, if all of a sudden I see like uh say like Josh McDaniel pops up on a podcast, I just threw a name out there. Um but anytime those guys pop up, I'll check out that podcast and listen a couple episodes and then I'll put it in the library. Um that's as far as like a hunting podcast goes. I non hunting, uh I love Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast. That's Hell got yeah. me that's gotten me through yeah, that's a, good one. a lot of shit uh, Steve Austin podcast. That's a good podcast it's, as well, dude. It's it's legit good. You know, you'd think Steve Austin, the wrestler. Well, it's like when you get pro I've listened to a couple get,
0: episodes of his, and I really enjoy that one
3: because you get different guys on there, and I, I enjoy that aspect of like mashing shit. It's something that I'd like to do for us as hunters, just to get someone who's like a you know like a professional soccer player. I'm not saying we're gonna get one, but just to have that dynamic. It's it's something interesting different, how it right? and. Recently, it's another wrestling podcast, the Jim Ross Report, um, Girl Jr. It's it's interesting stuff, man. It's not all it's focused on pro wrestling, but it's not all. So it's just it's nice to always see when someone from a different world has the same you know from a like right. a hunting pro wrestling you know pro sports has a, has an outlook on the same issues that you have. So right. I, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy when people can have like a nice little outlook from a different perspective. For yeah. sure. That's kind of where uh, I'm at. If
0: I listen to a hunting podcast, it's very rarely, to be honest, like very, very few episodes. Um, Eastman's Elevated, Brian Barney's one. Um, I've tuned into several episodes of Knock On, uh, Chasing Tales. Uh, Walt, you're here, let so it doesn't count. Um, really, that's – I'm trying to think like back in the day, I remember the first time I ever even heard of a podcast with F and P podcast. And I was on there for a bit, like back when I was mm. young, a young dude, like 19. Um, Fuck And then non-hunting podcast I listen to The Church of What's Happening Now with Joey Diaz, which is yeah. fucking hilarious <laughs> That's That's if, yeah, you fuck have an, if you have an open mind That podcast is so funny Rogan, of course, gotta be open-minded there I, Which I like Rogan for throwing that mix Into the hunting industry I wish Eddie Bravo um, would bring
3: his conspiracy theory podcast back They brought it back once after they did that With a, yeah. that podcast with Alex Jones And it's just been gone since But I listen to uh,
0: <laughs> Fighter and the Kid's my favorite currently I binge listen to Fighter and the Kid Hell yeah um, Aubrey Marcus every now and again, and that's really right now. That's my current mediator. Sometimes, you know. Um,
3: yeah. I, I will say this, and not to take away from Walt, but Walt maybe you might be able to chime in on this. You know, kind of help us translate. I mean, we're podcast, and <laughs> John Dudley um, from Knock On. I've I've listened to enough that's podcasts still. I don't know if I said that or not. You, you did, and no, none of us said that. I mean, we listened, but the thing with me, I'm not smart at all <laughs> so well deadly
0: loses me when every episode's so technical all the time and, and that's the thing i gotta I have, have fun to, too
3: i i love listening when he's telling hunt stories and he talks technical detail i'm like shit i just need to see a video because i'm a visual learner yeah. like if i can watch his videos there's one thing if he's telling me how to set up a bow and i'm like driving and i'm yelling at people in traffic i'm not gonna pick that shit up but if i'm sitting at home you know and i'm getting like Cheetos dust all over me and I'm watching it. I can pick that up more. But I th- I think what a nice little transition is, you know, obviously when we start a podcast, we have um and you know, we've put a couple YouTube videos out there and I like when something starts and then it grows. So I mean, obviously, you know, with these guys um Doug and Eric have been on The Virtue. Um so now we're starting to branch out and I I, I like that aspect of you know yeah there's just no pictures no pictures there's just the podcast starting but then when it starts to grow like you know I hope that we can do some at some point with obviously John Dudley's done that with you know his show and his web series and when he goes live and stuff like that real information that you can get from anywhere I enjoy that is that something that you think you will do and maybe hopefully we'll do that too
2: yeah, no, I mean question. that's the dream, isn't sorry, it? Right guys. to to always. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, Steve. you're. It, it, yeah, it is a long question. You are asking basically like if I'm going to move into media, right? Yeah, like
3: into into film into
2: video. Thank you. Walt. Can,
3: can I take it back? Hey, well, I like media. Are you moving more into it? Sorry, I should have. Yeah, not. no, I, I, <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. fired. That's, that's, Holy <laughs> fuck! God damn, that sucks. It's
2: all right, Steve. <laughs> I got you, boy. I got you. Two twenty-seven
0: uh, here. Walt's like, Jesus Christ. He's on episode twelve. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Spin it out. Kid. No, no, it, it is. It is. That's something that's always been a goal of mine. Um, the, the reality of the situation is that it takes so much time. And as it sits right now, I, I struggle to get episodes out on a weekly basis because of my CPA exam. You know, I I start my days not listening to like a sob story, cause, and I know I'm not going to get that on this podcast, but. Like, I get up at 3 to 4 o'clock every day pretty much Monday through Saturday, and that's either to study for my CPA exam before I go to work or it's to edit podcasts before I go to work. So, like, I don't have any more time in my day to put that. So will I move to that? Yes, absolutely. I've got a little sticker here on my wall of, like, all my goals, and my dream is that CTO – yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, it's in cursive. It's like all written up there, all pretty and purple. Um,
1: <laughs> Travel to Florida. Oh, you there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I want CTO to be kind of like a a massive media conglomerate. I'd love to have uh, feature films that kind of show adventures. You know, like destination hunts, not just you know it's October twenty seventh. I'm I'm chasing the big nine, which is cool. There's nothing wrong with that, but. I'd kind of like to to have some feature films that show some individual locations. So uh, we'll see when that happens. I I suspect by the turn of the next year, you'll see it. So
0: for sure, man. Well, I mean, to be honest, you're pretty. Jesus Christ, Steve, get together here. (laughs) (laughs) You're uh, amateur hour. Sorry, Chasing Tales has got a good stride where you're at, man. But you're still—I mean, we are too. I still consider us in like the infant stages. But like you you guys still are too like if you look at episode numbers like you guys are still climbing climbing there and I feel the same way so it just takes a lot man it's like crazy how you evolve through episodes and people you meet and it, it really it is it's, man it's just being a genuine person and podcasting is a great way yeah, to do it cuz nobody sits down and talks like you do on a podcast anymore
2: Well and and I don't pretend to be the authority on anything either you know I I got which is a good,
0: good view
1: man point.
2: Yeah, well, and, and I mean, I, I could probably tell you this right now. You know, I'm if I had 15 bucks on the wall like you do, I probably still wouldn't try and put myself in the position of telling people what to do. You know, like I, it, it, I'm not a pro, and more more importantly, I kind of feel like people don't really want to hear from a pro necessarily so much as they just want to have a conversation. Right? Everybody wants to have that deer camp, especially on a Monday morning when you're going to work. So
4: for sure, I, I for
2: think sure. there that that information can be exchanged by all different levels of hunters, right? Like you only have to do something once wrong before you're capable of, sh- of telling someone else, you know? Yeah. For uh, sure. Just, just, just do it, just do it humbly.
0: Well, me and you have that conversation a lot because in our industry, not just the pod outdoor podcast industry and in the industry as a whole, there's a lot of people that tell other people how they hunt or what to do and all that. And, and me and you break that down. Cause we're, we're, we try to be conscious of, What we say on our shows, because people listen, you know, whether we like to think so or not, even if it's three people that listen, we're still going to influence someone somewhere, whether it's a ton of people or not, or, you know, five people. That's Um, scary. You got to be conscious of what you say. So I've always had a problem with guys making like crazy, bold statements on like just super dude. Do you need to fucking help? No, I
1: I need to fix (laughs) it. God Damn, (laughs) sons.
3: Dude, we need some <laughs> dampeners on these sons of bitches. We <laughs> have dampeners.
0: You're just like, no titties I was are hitting them or something, bro. They
3: tit, bro. <laughs>
0: so, uh, bro. but you you got to be conscious of what you say on the mic because you're going to influence people. Like I was saying, you know, don't say fucking shit all the time. So, but, but when I was like bold statements, like telling people how to do things, like it's the only way it is, is kind of a dangerous thing to do. Cause yeah, people are going to listen if, if you have that following to me you're directing in the wrong way what I can do is suggest the ways things are done or how I do it or maybe ways that work versus ways that don't work in my experiences but to say like a bold statement like if you don't take October 28th off work then you're fucking up (laughs) you know what I mean like that'd be like an example
2: well and I think also you know I kind of like to have people on that have a different opinion than me just because if you're not having exposure to new trains of thought, then you're never going to grow. Right. And you know, it it just, I don't want any episode just to be like you described where this is the way to hunt deer. Well, no man, that's the way for you to hunt deer. And congratulations for figuring out how to do that. But dude, I'm going to say this right now. I have yet to find a hunting podcast that is that like on the nail, this is how you need to do it. That even relates to Southeast Georgia. Like, None of the tactics matter here. The, you can't hunt a traditional pinch point of woods with two fields. So it just it doesn't occur here. Break you know? that
0: down a little more because that was the next thing I wanted to lead into is like where you're at and where you're actually putting your podcast out from because you're a totally different. You're not Midwest. You're deep, deep South. Even to where you're not. You know, you're Florida, man. It's just a different a different point of view on hunting and podcasting in general. You're putting out. Different, unique information.
3: It's barely part of the United States, man. It's way down there. Yeah,
0: there's like I don't know how many cop specials have been filmed there. You know,
3: every single (laughs) one of them. As a matter of fact, all of them. I think. Yeah. Hey, we we lead we lead
2: live PD right now, hands down. (laughs) Oh, you guys are in live (laughs) PD
3: too. I forgot about that shit.
2: Yeah. It's not nothing like seeing the county you live in and you're like, Oh man, it's a high speed
3: chase. God, that looks like the Krispy Kreme's off the tarp. Oh shit. Dude, that it is, is. Oh, shit. Here, here's something here's something really funny. We used to play when I lived at this old house with a guy I used to do the podcast with we used to play Cops and what you would do is you would take <laughs> it was 12? the county, they would just say the county, right? <laughs> and we'd pause it. Yeah. And if it was like Broward County or whatever, you'd pause it and then you'd have to guess. It's like all right, uh Breward. white guy it's like white guy, shirt off didn't do nothing. Has meth in his pocket. And if you were right,
4: <laughs>
3: you didn't have to drink. If ever if everybody guessed wrong, they had to chug a beer. Guess what, dude? Every time they got the Florida, I was always right. White guy shirt off, dude. You don't chug beer. <laughs> <laughs> so next time you guys want to play he was play always Cox,
2: wearing a jean jean pants
3: too, right? Yeah, and some stupid ass Knowles half cut off uh, hoodie, and then he took it yep, off. Yeah, shirt yep. off, baby. <laughs> It's awesome. Anyway, back to my originals. <laughs> back to some important stuff. I thought yeah. I'd just throw that out there for the listeners. <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: no, it's it's uh it's kind of cool. Um, it, it's a really unique uh, habitat down here in the sense that, uh, well, actually, let me just back up even further. I live on the Panhandle, of Florida. So for anybody who doesn't know where that is, it's like uh, just below Georgia, but nowhere near anything cool. I mean, I literally live out in the middle of nowhere, and if if the capital of Florida wasn't out here, this would just literally be like one straight road going all the way to like the Atlantic coast. So,
3: right now uh, the Florida Georgia line, right?
2: Literally, I think Florida Georgia line literally was conceived accidentally just north of us. That band, that
3: band's <laughs> awesome. No, it's not, dude. No, right no, it's with not with me.
2: Anyway. I did not, dude. That's fucking the band. Anyways, um.
3: I couldn't hold it. I Walt, couldn't hold it back. Mo- I'm sorry. Walt, Walt move past. Move just- I won't interrupt you. I'm sorry. I could not leave that one alone. <laughs> I hate him, Walt. you
2: by ethics archery. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. This segment, <laughs> I could have held back a lot of shit.
3: I could not hold back that one.
2: <laughs> it's all good, buddy. I-, I-, I understand. I understand. But no, we. uh so everything here is literally flat, and I do mean, like, quite literally flat. It's flat. It's sandy. <clears throat> we don't have any fields. We don't have any agriculture. We have rows and rows and rows of planted pine trees. So if you've ever gone to Home Depot or Lowe's and you've bought wood to build a box blind or something like that, the South probably produced that wood. Um, especially like the, the extreme southeast and almost everything around here has been, uh, just straight up clear cut from all native trees and, lo- and, uh, plant life. And instead we just have rows and rows of these, of these, uh, foreign pine trees that don't encourage any natural habitat underneath. There's really hardly any food. Um, and the soil is so poor that any food that's here just isn't really very edible. So couple, couple that awesome habitat with 98 degree weather, like straight into November um oh, you've got a really unique habitat
0: to hunt so what's Damn. a deer you know explaining that habitat like you just did and the soil conditions and all that what kind of deer like say someone went there to hunt or someone grows up there like you have or i'm assuming you have what what kind of deer can you expect to shoot and maybe break down the deer and the gene pool down in that area
2: yeah no so it, it's kind of it's kind of cool and if y'all will allow it i'm going to kind of kind of nerd out here scientifically yeah, do it, but So, everybody's heard the great story of like uh, water, I'm sorry, not water, uh, whitetail conservation, right? Everybody's seen the little meme that goes around Facebook and everybody spreads it during the off season to make themselves feel good about being a hunter. And it says that once there, at one time, there were like five deer left in North America and now there's more deer than there are people. And the unique thing about where I live is this was one of the few areas that, that, especially when you get on the coast, where deer were not eradicated. So what we have here is a very unique isolated population of a gene pool that is the native deer that was here. So if you move like 50 miles off the coast, then what you end up running into is genes from Wisconsin and Illinois, these these bucks and these deer that were brought in to reestablish those populations. So the odd thing about the state of Florida is most of our deer are very small, especially their bucks, right? So like you kind of tease this a little bit. What's the size rack that you could expect? If you can shoot an 80 to 100 inch racked buck in most of Florida, most being the key word, you've really done something awesome. Um, you've really, I mean, honest to God, you've done something really cool. Um, and the best way that I relate it to people is like if you're familiar with the West and hunting coos deer, you know, a hundred-inch coos deer is a trophy, and you, and you should be proud of that. Yeah, it's really the same thing here. We have our own little niche deer genetic, and you really shouldn't be ashamed of a hundred-inch buck because that's that's really a quality deer. I mean, like you you should really puff your chest out and feel good about what you've accomplished there. Um, so now, the mostly part of yeah, it, well, to make it even more interesting, check this shit out. There are parts of Florida that have incredibly fertile soil real small parts of florida and in those areas it's not uncommon to go after 130 to 150 inch bucks
0: and are those the 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 non-eradicated gene pool of deer that live in those areas or is it those kind of almost imported from other states here are it's
2: it's almost 100 percent the imported deer now you can you can see where they like they you can see the genetics there you know like the typical florida genetic is like uh, odd and even, right? So, like, three on one side, four on the other, or two on one side, three on the other. And that's, like, the dominant gene in this area. But then you'll have, like, small bucks, small bucks, small buck, and then it's like, holy fuck, that's an impressive eight point, right? No shit, and okay. You, and like, you, like, ge- you, you geek out, and you kind of see this, like, intermingling genetic uh, pool, but um, in those areas where there's really awesome food, not only do you get really cool bucks – you also get a different rut. So the state of Florida is divided into four zones. I can hunt deer if I wanted to, and I think next year I'm going to do this. I kind of have a goal is to harvest a deer in each zone. The first zone opens the end of July. Down That's so
3: fucking crazy to me, man. That is so crazy to me. Hey, that's where you go for spring training, dude.
2: Yeah, no (laughs) (laughs) shit. Spring training and high-quality protein right there. Bam. So the end
0: of July is zone one.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, so... so you love, guys want to so, go to hey, Florida this speaking. month? No shit. <laughs>
2: no, nah, you don't want to deal with it, man. Everything down here bites, everything down here stings, everything's poisonous. It's a pain in the ass to live down here, dude.
3: Yeah, well, my, um, my life is painful, so no big deal. Yeah, nothing to no. lose.
2: Everybody cry for Steve. <laughs> Steve, because <Hey, Steve laughs> i a- So,
0: I'm not cut off Steve because I want to hear more about what you're talking about. So, zone one into July, hunting season starts
2: yeah so so like the end of july it starts and then at the end of uh so as you move north into the state away from what people like you know the keys and miami you hit zone b that's and then northeast florida is zone c and then the panhandle where i live is partially zone c but mostly part uh zone d so i can literally hunt deer from the the end of july to the to about mid-february
1: damn and how many how many deer can you shoot a year
2: we, you have a four deer possession limit. <laughs> Jesus so, so, break,
1: break that, down, break, that down break
2: down what that means. What
3: you gonna do?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, legitimately, like you would count fish, you have a four deer possession limit. So, as long as you don't have more than four deer in your freezer, pull the trigger, son. Live action. You have a two deer a day limit.
1: Dear God! So, well, do you think if you, I mean, if they got rid of that, that would help the population some more? Or is there just so many deer down there that that's why they do it?
2: Well, like every damn state, there's like controversy among you know surrounding that topic. Right. They've started to implement doe days, so now you can only shoot does like through bow season, and then there's doe days after that during gun season, and they've they've also implemented these really pathetic antler restrictions where. You know, after a bow season, anything that doesn't have more than ten inches on one side, <laughs> it can't be shot. So basically, spikes.
3: Okay. Um, Interesting. Okay. Damn, that's yeah. wild. So I got
2: yeah.
0: Eric, the boys. You guys, the boys that we have Florida moonshine in the studio right now. Yep, everybody, uh,
3: take a swig. For the the boys, man. the
0: boys that may or may not have sent us this moonshine. Eric, where do you know where they lived in Florida? Uh, they because they gave us an
1: open invite. Ah, Orlando, I think. Yeah, they told me the town, but I can't remember it now off the top of my head. Yeah, that's where they filmed the next. But they 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 told us that too that they have they can shoot a deer a day if they wanted to. Two,
2: yeah,
4: and that, we yeah,
1: just they shoot two deer was, a day. That so was mind blowing.
2: It's, it's, it, it's kind of trippy, right? Like hey, all you Midwestern, Midwestern guys, like have tags, right? Yeah, right. We, I've never, I've never ever in the four states in the South that I've hunted even held a tag.
0: Really? So like, what I, do you do? Just don't, buy your I don't license. Know what it's like
2: to tag a deer? Ah, yeah. Damn it. So, check, so check this out. So, like the state of Georgia, this is how loose this shit is, guys. In the state of Georgia, you're given a 12 deer limit, two of which can be bucks, ten of which can be does. To to document that you write down on on your license when you shot what deer, but here's the kicker: let's say you lose that license, you just go online and print off another one.
1: <laughs> so wow. so
2: you can literally shoot as many deer as you want to, and as long as like the warden doesn't open up your garage and you've got nine coolers full of deer, nobody's
3: going to know any better.
1: That's insane. Man. Here's that is crazy. crazy.
3: Here's kind of a, a, a pressing question that I've got. Obviously, if you're, I'm gonna go you ask this because I, yeah. I don't want to hear it. All right, well, it's uh, <laughs> oh, well, Walt, this is gonna, this, this okay, is gonna, how on your uh, Kurt's gonna go puke? He just took a huge chug of this uh, Florida shine. I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> ride with me, ride <laughs> with me. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> right. uh, so, how many uh, you know, excluding Florida's a huge population state. Um, area wise, it's pretty fucking big. But like, I, I heard a statistic about how many, how much of that area is like swamp. I think it's either thirty percent of it is not swamp or thirty percent of it is swamp. Um, with that like huge mass like cutting down, how many hunters are in the state of Florida? And do you think that if there was um, more hunters? Would the would the deer population get you know bigger, such as like now obviously you're not going to be Wisconsin because you don't have that crop and things like that. But if that population gets bigger, is the deer herd really in trouble, or are there things that can be you know beneficial to having that many hunters?
2: Well, so going back to the first part of that with the with the thirty percent of the state of Florida being swamp, that's thirty percent. Thirty percent is what remains of the swamp. Okay, we okay. we we have drained just about every swamp not that's kind of that's extreme but we just like have, donald trump right drained, Draining the swamp yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> we've we, we've drained a large swamp of the swamp um you know the everglades is a massive swamp uh in the southern part of florida and we've like siphoned the water off to where it doesn't even go to the everglades anymore so you know we're losing swamp here pretty rapidly um, but that swamp habitat is really the only biodiverse habitat that we have remaining. Um, okay. You know, if you think about it, these big pine trees that come in that, that they harvest, they have to use these these massive machines to get in there and get them out. So the swampy areas are the only areas that pretty much get left the fuck alone. Um, if we added hunters, I think that the state of Florida could end up adding some more public land, which is kind of needed. Um, But public land in a specific fashion, you know, one of the other ways that's kind of cool about the state of Florida is, you know, you can hunt deer with dogs down here, Um, which is kind of necessary in some areas because when all those pine rows there, it's almost impossible to pattern deer. Like there's
1: all the habitat is
2: identical. So, right. Well, how are you, how are you supposed to know bedding area from non-bedding area when everything is bedding area? Right.
1: Right. Exactly.
2: you know, you chase you chase deer with dogs and then get in front of the dogs and shoot the deer as across the road. Um, so what I would really like to see the state of Florida do is grab some chunks of land and manage it for still hunting. Because I've got 550,000 acres of national forest across my street, but all of it is dog hunting. And on top of that, the dog hunters are very territorial. So come gun season, I lose access to that 550,000 acres. Jesus so it's it kind of it's kind of shitty actually but you know i don't have a a thing against dog hunters it's just the culture down here it's like you know if you you roll up they'll straight up tell you like go ahead on and if you confront them they will immediately pull out the playbook of well my grand granddaddy uh, put, you know we've been hunting here for 17 generations you know like this exact square chunk of woods and and they're probably right they probably have for forever and a day so uh tell them be like all right square up then
3: what's up you don't want <laughs> these hands. No, <laughs>
2: no, these hands. <laughs> you don't want these hands. You are gonna be swimming with the fishes if you do this, huh? Yeah, <laughs> no right.
0: doubt. Some Florida boys will shoot you, and that's how cops is filmed there. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this guy, uh, it's got circle alive in Florida. This guy got mouthy with the dog hunters, so we got a dog him to hunting jail. pines cops. No, it's, uh, it's weird. All the missing teeth fit perfectly around a Jack Daniels bottle. It's weird. <laughs> Damn. That was good.
0: That oh, was pretty Damn. good. And all of our listeners in Florida are now longer just going to listen to the yeah. Chasing Tails Outdoors podcast. And that's why
3: Chris Johnson got the fuck out and moved to Illinois. <laughs> I'll air it your boy Johnson Outdoors. Damn. And Allie. Yeah. Big,
0: big shout out to them. Um, what we talked about... Fuck, it was yesterday, man. We talked about doing some public land hunting. Um, you're thinking about doing some mid, I won't say where exactly unless you want to. Um, this tank was gonna go pee, but he put his headphones back on. <laughs> oh, here we go. Some midwestern, uh, public land hunting. Um, tell me a little bit about, like, kind of what, just tell me about it. Break it down, man. Why the midwest? I know why, but what, your mindset on it. Dude,
2: I'll be honest with you. It, the why is more simple than you really think. It has nothing to do with big deer. It's different. I want to experience some. You no, I want to experience some damn cold weather when I'm deer hunting. <laughs> like, like I, you know, the idea. Like, I see you guys. Like, oh, it's 17 degrees outside with a 40 mile an hour wind chill, and I'm like, dude, that sounds awesome. That's like, pretty warm, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, uh, down here, no lie. Okay, realistically speaking, no lie. In Oct- mid-October of last year, I was bow hunting. The low that day was 75 degrees. The high was 98 with a real fill of one fifty. <laughs>
3: Holy
1: shit. Okay. I, I couldn't do it. When you oh, have to put no. Gold
3: Bond on to go hunt the rut, dude,
1: you're in the wrong place. I'd, I'd be area. hunting in my Crocs that day. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> dude, sure.
3: I, I
2: hunt in swim trunks, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, Columbia fishing swim trunks. I'll be up there with my Crocs. And my swim trunks, and that's it, dude. They're just hanging from the tree. I'm dying. And realistically, I want to be able to to take what I've learned down here, which is like extreme micro topography, right? Like if I were to tell you to go to some of my my places, and I'd be like, "Kurt, go down this this trail, and when you hit the ridge, turn right. The stand will be 50 feet to the right." You would walk all the way to the end of that road because you never would have seen the quote unquote ridge that I'm talking about when the elevation difference is like a foot. But that foot <laughs> makes all the difference to the deer. Dude, them damn because, howlers are just you know, bunny
3: hop ramps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> damn.
0: That, that is so crazy. That's well, insane.
2: Yeah, no. It just it, it but that but that micro topography makes all the difference for the deer because that one foot of elevation difference means he's walking on dry pine needles versus wading through the swamp, right?
4: Right. So oh, that makes sense. It, damn.
2: It, right. So if you can if you can see those different little things, I want to try my hand where there's legitimate topography, legitimate seasons, and like pinch points that are so obvious it hurts. You know, like I just want to see what the hell happens.
0: I think you would have a little bit of uh, the topography version of culture shock. <laughs> you know, to be honest, the that. same way I would be down if I went down to Florida. Um, I think, and, and two. I'm sure you know this. Your biggest expense about hunting in the Midwest, because you're not used to the weather we hunt in, gear is going to be your big expense, man. Yep. Um, yeah, because you know it gets, you know, say it's 25 degrees. That's really not that cold for us. That's a that's a crisp morning at that. You know, 25 degrees with a yeah. 10 or 15 degree oh, north wind, shit,
3: dude. I'm hunting. You're going to be Crocs dying, Columbia shorts. Yeah, at that Steve's point, still dude. sweating,
0: but it's uh, you know, that's going to be probably pretty cold for you. Especially twenty-five foot up in the tree. You might be
2: surprised, man. You might be surprised. I'm a I'm a hot natured son of a bitch, dude. I just I sweat sitting still in that kind of weather, dude. I'm just <laughs> I'm down. Like I, I I'm down. You tell me when the cold front come in, and I'll just stand outside to see if I can even handle it.
3: Okay. All what right. was it, Kurt? What was that? What was that day that when we had our deer camp here? November was it sixth or seventh? And I remember we all got out there, and it was. Dude,
0: one day it was so windy in the morning. It I was. So the, the, was it the morning I forgot my face mask? Yes, it was. So I, my, I remember I took my ride on that one, poked a hole in the Carhartt beanie, and, and used it as a face mask. I tucked mask. my face <laughs> into my hoodie, dude. I was like, I don't care if
3: there's deer right here. I'm fucking cold. Yeah, it was
0: cold, man. There's a hard north wind that morning. Dude, when you
3: when you, but, when you you but find out what wind chill is up here, I mean, I get that, you know, the Midwest has humidity, and, I, and we hate to be that living meme where we're like, oh, come up here. It's cold, dude. When you When you figure out what wind chill is, you're going to be like, dude, fuck, you're fucking that, cold. Dude.
0: November cold's nothing. Fuck
3: when that. you're <laughs> hunting late December,
0: late, I'm like you're getting to the last two, three weeks of season, it it's gets brutal, brutal right? man. Especially when you're up in a tree and that wind's hitting you in the face or wherever, however your position well, is. But stand.
3: Is it not always like this where it's like all of a sudden, you know, in the middle of November or October, you hit like October 27th, 28th, all of a sudden it's. 8-mile-an-hour, 12-mile-an-hour winds, 32 degrees. It is the coldest it's ever been, ever. And then you get to late November, and it's like 15 degrees, no wind. And you're like, man, this ain't bad. That's fucking nice. You know You mean? adjust. It's that you that adjust. first cold always kicks the shit out of you. And then you're like, man, eh, this, this isn't too bad. Well, Walt, what
0: do you expect? You know, coming from Florida, you hunt some public ground in the Midwest, say it's... Say it's between it's anywhere in the Midwest states where the you know you think big Midwestern bucks. is it
3: between Indiana and Iowa? It could be, mm, it could yeah, be.
0: it could be. What uh? Probably Iowa. What's what's your <laughs> like goal of a buck that you have in your mind? Like you're you're envisioning as your first Midwestern buck? Like, what are you going
2: for? Dude, I am. This is something you and I have kind of been talking about, and I've been like racking my brain because I'm getting. Because of this podcast, I've been blessed to like meet some awesome people who have been like, Hey, I've got this spot you can come hunt with me. Come on, let's go. And I'm, I'm kind of weighing it out on my end because part of me is like, These guys shoot 140, 150 class deer. And I'm going to be honest with you. A 120 is going to walk out and I'm going to have shot the thing before I could even think, you know, think twice about it, you know, or Which I wouldn't blame no, you. I'll be, I'll be, well, but, but I mean, it might not even be that big. Like an 80 inch deer, you got to remember an 80 inch deer for me is a big deer so it's going to be one of those things like i don't know dude i think it's one of those things where if i come up there the first time i'm just going to shoot whatever makes me happy and And that's what i told you you know yeah
0: i said it wouldn't be nothing for you to shoot 120 inch plus like you know and that's you know you having a week to hunt you know just that'd be the way you explain it a big big total total doable
2: that's 20 yeah, inches well, over and, being the man in
0: Florida is the way he explained it.
2: Yeah. I mean, that would dwarf the biggest buck I have on the wall.
0: See, that's what I would I say, mean, man. Would, like, would, shoot, shoot your goal, you know, shoot what makes you happy. I 100% agree with that, man. I told you that yesterday when we had that phone conversation. You know, shoot shoot what you would go home happy with and, you know, accomplished with. But I would say, you know, it wouldn't be on public ground. And say, well, I don't know. We'll just say you took seven days to hunt here in the Midwest. I think you could kill 120-inch, man. I think you could. Well,
2: we'll see. I mean, I'll, stay tuned. <laughs> I'll, tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you this. Cameron, I'm
3: going, you know.
0: I I'll, I won't say what I know what state you're going but I won't say it just for I right. mean, you can if you want. I'll yeah, let you yeah, do. I it. honestly don't know. I'm just but, um, guessing to be a jackass. Me, me and Cameron are scouting out some ground maybe in our in our area and we're going to invite you and and the other group of boys we talked I told you earlier. And because uh, Cameron's yeah. going to Cameron's Cameron's going to hustle some public ground, um, so you guys got that invite. But you just got to keep your your lips shut of where we take you, um, because you know you can do it. You get your tags and you get the correct uh, like window permits or whatever area it might be. You guys can go out and hustle though. So it'd be kind of fun to share. All of us have a hunting camp in Illinois or wherever uh, for a week. You mm-hmm.
2: know? Hell yeah, dude! And that that'd be awesome. I'll bring all the bush light you need.
0: All right, everybody, staying at my house then.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, you better bring a king and a half, bro. <laughs>
0: we'll record a podcast yeah. tonight. Have a hunting camp week, and we'll take a week off in November. Everybody be hunting public ground, and we'll uh, we'll get after it.
2: Hell yeah! Sounds like a dream come true to me, man.
3: Well, hey, I want to I want to ask this quick. Um, you know, obviously, deer isn't um, is, isn't like it is up here in Midwest. know we got huge deer people are having outfitters up here um is turkey probably the big game animal that people will come to florida for other than gators
2: um i'd honestly say hog is probably more of 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 a out of state yeah man because we've got by by far the largest hog population down here um And so you have these huge cattle operations that have these tens of thousands of acres and it's all flat and it's all mowed down because of cows and people come in and and they just pretty much waylay five or six hogs and and they geek out of on it, you know, uh, in the spring. So like, I don't know what the temperatures are for y'all in like March and April, but it's already like t-shirt and Columbia's and Crocs again down here. So, you know, I think a lot of people get done with deer season. They're cold as hell and they fly in and they shoot a bunch of hogs and then they go back home, you know? So but we have a, a species of turkey down here called the Osceola. Which, if you're an avid turkey hunter, it's kind of like on your slam of, of birds to kill. For sure, and, it's on uh, mine now. We get—is it?
0: Yeah, now it is because I got a
4: I got a Rio. We talked about that.
2: After oh yeah, kill my Rio. yeah, yeah. I remember now. Now you're a turkey hunter. I remember now. I, I <laughs> yeah, all, all of a sudden Kurt
4: likes to kill turkeys. Yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs>
2: No, it, it's cool, man. The beautiful birds. I've got a buddy in Orlando, or not in Orlando, but in Gainesville that next year we're going to uh, get after the Osceola's pretty hard, so.
4: Oh, Put your dog, dog, dog outside. Losing his shit. <laughs> yeah,
2: hang tight. I think this just got on the this segment
0: week. of the podcast is brought to you by Manicoolers. Manicoolers, keeping our beers <laughs> cold on the podcast. Those bush lights are going handy. Tank Intern Tank is grabbing those beers and moonshine out of the cooler on this episode. Thank you, Mana Coolers. Back to the show. Hope you no, enjoy no, it. Know
3: what else is in the cooler. <laughs> Hen dog. <laughs> hey, let me, get that, let me get that Henny. Let me get a so, shot of Henny. Florida turkeys. Hey, you got Hennessy in yeah. Florida. Is that something that's
0: big in your area in Florida? Or are people coming down to that, that area to, to get after the turkeys? Or is there a certain area nah, in Florida we, that's the hot spot?
2: Yeah, so pretty much like central to southern Florida, mainly central, uh, is where you run into the majority of your Osceola. So, like, the o- Orlando area uh-huh. is a hot bed for Osceola turkeys. Up here, I just have easterns just like y'all. Oh,
3: really? Um, really? It's
2: kind of lame. Yeah. Lame. Yeah, there's, there's, like, a delineation. If you, like, if you took the northeast corner and of Florida and drew a line to like, the armpit of the Gulf, south of that line is where you find osceolas. North of that line, you don't find shit.
0: Have just you ever killed an Osceola? And,
2: and, Hell no, dude! I haven't even killed a turkey. I'm nine years, nine years going. I haven't killed a
1: turkey. Don't worry, I haven't either. So, you never killed turkey? No. Nope. Well, it's just yeah, but wow. you don't, you, Eric doesn't go though. Wow, nah. that surprises <laughs> me a little bit,
4: actually.
1: No, I've just never been really I, big in turkey hunting. Not even during the fall, like fall turkey hunting. Nope, he sucks, dude. No, nope. interesting.
0: Tank, you haven't killed turkey. Wow. You've killed a turkey.
4: Yeah, I killed the turkey while deer hunting. I didn't go turkey hunting. It still counts.
0: I- Eric's the I do Youper. Yep, that's right. Steve is too. Imagine that.
3: No, I got one in my truck, dude. I've got two. Doesn't f- count. <laughs> I've got two feathers in a turkey in my truck. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Like where I got a Canada goose with uh with my Ford Probe. No if one you cares. say
0: one more thing about Ambly, your car, you're literally off this podcast. Just forever. saying, dude. Body count. I will bro. mute you right now.
1: <laughs>
0: um, you ask. <laughs> Body counts, bro. (laughs) That is interesting though. I had no idea because that's something on the slam, you know, if I want to do a slam with a bow, I have to go to Florida eventually.
3: You gotta go to Orlando, bro.
2: You gotta go to you gotta go to Florida and then if you really wanna do like a world plan, dude, you gotta go to Mexico and chase those Oscillated turkeys. Those because things are totally
4: awesome. different
3: breed than the Osceola. Yeah. For, sure. oh, yeah, for sure. That's for the
4: ultimate Grand Slam, though. Well, right? that's a World
0: Slam. Oh, World Slam. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I might be wrong. There's some turkey guys freaking out right now. Yeah. What is Ooh. Grand
3: Slam yeah, in Spanish?
2: They're all like eyes
3: are twitching. Yeah, they're like God, idiots, idiots. you idiots, Fucking morons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: What's something that you think would apply from Florida hunting to Midwestern hunting? I know there's like the very basics, but is there something that you think like? Oh, I'll just hunt like this, and it'll work there.
2: Oh, man. See, and and you're kind of putting me in a place that I told you earlier I didn't really want to be, and that is, <laughs> like, I, I don't – to speculate kind of goes against my nature. I think if if I had to, to say something, I think um, maybe identifying – see, I don't even know, dude. Maybe Maybe identifying maybe some alternative food sources – in, in late yeah. season might help maybe um, because food sources is everything here right like um, do y'all do y'all ever hunt over poke, pokeberry
1: never heard of it I don't think we have that
2: yeah so so I don't know either you might you might not but it's a it's a really fast growing dies off real quick it's got a small purple flower and these big huge leaves if you google deer hunting you will very seldom see pokeberry on there but when I find a patch of pokeberry I'm dropping a, a pin ASAP because early season, it's got a lot of water. It must be sweet to them, and they devour Pope So it's just like maybe that would come into play where I could maybe identify some alternative, uh, like less written and talked about food sources, maybe late season. But
3: yeah, that's what, is, what is late season and early season to you, though?
2: Well, July and February.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to, just i mean, wanna, <laughs> glad you're here I mean, steve but, that's
0: so long to hunt
3: just wanted to figure awesome. that one out
0: so i'm ex- you know <laughs> i would be really excited man if you ever come to illinois uh cameron's back in here now i, t- I told him about the public ground what kind of oh, what yeah. we're doing i would be excited to kind of show you around the area and the terrain once you got here and kind of i would like to walk through woods in the midwest during the fall and and see your reaction and like setting you up like hey this is where we chose to stand. Like We basically guided you like, hey, get up in here. What do you think? I'd, I would really be curious to see what you would think of the area and hear ways. I would just like to hear how you're feeling in the area like and see your excitement or maybe you might be kind of bummed out. I don't know. But I would assume <laughs> that you're excited.
2: Dude, I'd love to do that. I've always dreamed. I thought it'd be cool to invite a, a, like a Midwest hunter and be like, come down here and let's hunt some Florida public land. And then, in, and in exchange, I'll come up and hunt with you, and then we can have like a genuine comparison on a podcast of what applied, what didn't, and just and just see what skills transfer from where. Because I'm I'm certain there's something that y'all do up there that would apply down here, but I just can't visualize it when I'm out there. You know, like you right. you might walk up and be like, "That's your killing tree right there," and I've never looked at it from that perspective before.
0: That's true. That's true. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, me and Cameron, and we're gonna force Steve to go with us. We're going to get after some public ground, like scout it out. I don't really have to, like, rely on it, but it would be cool to have it as a backup and learn and have that extra spot. Um, but these are areas that, you know, if you guys come out for a year, you're more than welcome to crash at my house, and we can all hunt these. It would be kind of cool. Like, you guys wouldn't bitch about having somebody to go with you, you know? So Hell no. If you guys were out here, that you know, the door's open, man.
3: Kurt's going to go down to Florida that's and kill all. 158 50-inch clean eight. Walt would never speak
0: to me ever hey, again.
2: It, it, no, man. Listen, if that happens, then I'm going to forever proclaim being the best guide ever, ever found, dude, if you end up killing that big of a deer. You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you. Did, I don't know. Did I ever tell you what the record for the state of Florida is?
0: No, I don't think.
2: It's it's 170 inches plus. Like, it's a monster freaking deer.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a, is that the genetic in, like, northern Florida or...?
2: No, nah, it was in central Florida. This guy had this plantation, this huge chunk of land that he just didn't hunt. And one when he died, he like turned it over to the state and the state opened it up as a WMA and in the first year some lucky ass bow hunter got in it and killed. I think it was like a hundred and seventy five inch buck, dude. Damn.
3: Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. Do uh do deer eat the shit out of bananas? Like we talk about like <laughs> weird um we talk about like weird shit that deer eat. Um Jalapenos got brought up With the Clark Cummings episode Pedro Pedro oh, yeah. what was it, really about, yeah, it was jalapenos But you know this for a fact and
2: watermelon too
3: I could see watermelon yeah, I think somebody told us They stomp on them shits And eat them but Like yeah, bananas too? too
2: They love pumpkin Zucchini Everything Anything you Anything that you plant In your yard They'll eat the damn thing Peanuts Especially down here dude <laughs> Yeah They don't really mess With peanuts too much Once they get up past About six inches though Really Yeah, they don't, they'll eat the pods, but they don't browse the, they don't hit the leaves very hard. I'm about to plant like three acres of
0: jalapenos. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, yes, my jalapeno (laughs) (laughs) plot.
2: You're going to you're
4: gonna be able to identify the deer by their
2: screens as they
3: shit, dude. Because they're going to be so <laughs> <schooled> all. <laughs> it's going to be liquid, dude. It's, like a, it's called a spraying deer.
0: <laughs> you can just hear the hot parts coming in, like walking in during yeah, November. You didn't even check deer
1: trails.
3: You just check squirts everywhere. <laughs> oh, dude, it's not even a rub on the tree. It's a hey, squirt on the twirt, tree.
1: That's a squirt.
3: Every, every, <laughs> that's a big bug. That's a big bug right there. Every, every scrape just has a
0: shard
1: in it. <laughs> You can tell it's a mature bug by how high the squirt is on the tree.
3: <laughs> like. Oh, dude! Like, hey, look at the uh, uh, the Taco Bell sour cream wrappers. Here. We're, we're in business. God, we're idiots. No one's going to listen to either one of our podcasts. No, they're not. Okay, somebody like tunes in for like a random episode. They're like, man, this is probably the most informative podcast ever. What are they talking about? Uh, so, uh, dear, as soon as a jalapeno I have liquid magma, shell. <laughs> <It's brainchild. laughs> oh my god.
0: Okay, let, let me one off the rails. Let me do this. Bunchy let me reel it back in. Bring us back. We're going to hit you with some rapid fire, but the thing I want to ask first. awesome. Now, <laughs> I, I figured I'll throw this out because this is something I have in the note here on rapid fire, but we never ask it. Do you have any questions for us? Oh Jesus. And if you Ooh. don't, we'll move on to the rapid fire.
2: No, but I just want to speak some positivity. I believe <laughs> I believe that you can speak things in the band, and I'm just going to say this right now. Steve killed the biggest buck of the, of the 2018-19 season this year. Just that's all I got to say. Mic drop. I, Kurt, I can feel. I can feel your eyes right now, burning <laughs> the hole. But Steve, you're going to convince Steve someday. You're going to hype him up. You're, you're just going to hound him and hound him. He's going to get in that stand, and the Illinois is going to walk by, and he's going to throw the bow at it, kill it, and then you're going to have to deal with that shit for the rest of the podcast.
0: Come again,
3: <laughs> bro? <laughs> what? Hey, why, hey, bro? Why you gotta do that to me? Why you gotta put that pressure on me, dog? I don't need that. So my thing. Walt thought we hung got, up. I think
4: y'all got up for a second. Walt's
3: <laughs> like, like Kurt's looking at the is like, is this motherfucker serious? Um now I'm serious. You know
2: right, I, I
0: think I think I lost y'all for a second though. I no we uh, <laughs> we all shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, um
2: I hope, I,
3: I hope you're right Walt. Hey, you know what? Walt was the the, the people who were like it but it in like happen. 20 2017 or, uh, what was it? 20 early 2015 and they were like Donald Trump's going to be president and were like yeah, no no bullshit.
0: <laughs> thing is, Donald Trump puts in work to be president, so everyone was like, yeah, it's going to happen.
3: Yeah, well, hey, shit, you know. You know, I hope he is right,
0: Steve. I do, man. And that's hey, why I'm being hard on you on the last several podcasts, man, because I want to see you be successful.
3: I sure should hope so, too.
2: Yeah, I got I to get caught up. I missed that dialogue.
0: Well, <laughs> the thing is, Steve, you always say this, so you can't fucking shit on me because you'd be fucking yourself here. I, You always say I'm more excited about my friends killing deer than I am. Mm-hmm. I like to see my friends be successful. 100%, 100% would agree. So the reason why I'm hard on you is because I want to see you kill deer. Aww, so good. I hate you, bro. <laughs> I, hate you. I hate you, bro. But hey, I want to see you succeed, bro. Hey, bro. Fucking hate you. <laughs> Any better mirrors, bro. All right. I can't fucking stand you. Let's get in some rapid fire if you're ready for this, Walt. Those real dude. I'm assuming you know the drill. If you got to explain, you can. But if just one word answers. Word. Favorite camo.
2: Fusion by First Light.
0: Favorite movie. Folk fiction. Last nice. song you played.
2: Oh, Red with me. Red with me. It's uh no 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 no, no. It's um <laughs> that new one by Little John. What? What the Alive. Fu- alive. alive Alive by Little John. That's what that's
3: what it is. Is that a thing? Okay.
1: Yeah. Little John's it's, still a
3: um,
2: thing?
1: He's still alive, that's why
2: he yep. played it. it. <laughs> Alright. Favorite <laughs> band. ACDC, <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, Or oh, Georgia Line. All right. Um, favorite
0: outdoor magazine?
2: Uh, none anymore.
0: Favorite bow brand?
2: Probably Elite.
0: Nice. Backstrap nice. or jerky?
2: Jerky.
3: Favorite pro wrestler?
2: Stone Cold Steve Austin. a boy.
3: Favorite outdoor-related show.
2: Born and raised.
0: Favorite podcast.
2: Working class Bow hunter.
0: Thank you. Favorite podcast host.
2: Here we go.
3: Steve. Damn. <laughs> Why? <laughs> 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 I'm fucking curious. Why? Like, everybody's like, "Ah, oh, Steve." Like, are, is it a joke? Like to say that, or like, are you legitimately no, you do, man, change because, your life? Because you. You say you say all
2: the stupid shit that I think to say and then don't. So I like to live vicariously through you.
3: <laughs> it's like if you ever watch Kirby Enthusiasm, Larry David was the verbal assassin. People would pay him to like, <laughs> say this dumb shit so I don't have to.
0: Like you have a stupid shit filter that you gotta like rinse out every now and again. Steve got the stupid shit filter delete kit.
3: <laughs> dude, I <blew> that <laughs> off. dude, I straight pipe. I,
0: dude, I straight
3: pipe that motherfucker.
0: Yeah, you, you took that whole like catalytic converter a stupid shit you filter and hacked
3: it, it out. Straight fuck, pipe in there. Fuck the government, it just, oh, just, just <laughs> <laughs> yell stupid shit super loud through neighborhoods. You just zip tied a shitty ass straight pipe in there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck welding, Did just get some of that muffler weld. Put some z Zbart on that, <laughs> bondo the- that shit. JB Welded. That's all fucking JB Welded <laughs> and clear weld <laughs> So dumb shit still seeps out where the filter used to be, and it still comes out the fucking damn pipe Oh
0: my god, we gotta install a new filter on you, bro, dude. You're out of you're out of regulation. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> all right, blow the whistle, bro. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. I need a whistle. Back to it. That was
0: actually, I genuinely laughed really hard at that uh morning or afternoon hunts
3: afternoon because i'm lazy
0: word steve you can agree with that
3: uh, yeah all right favorite my favorite podcast host is uh, walt because he's lazy like me
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> typical deer or non-typical deer
3: non-typical all day
0: hang on or ladder stands don't fucking say it, Walt Hang on Okay, I thought <laughs> oh, you were going God. somewhere
2: else <laughs> <laughs> He
0: said,
3: hang on I thought you were going somewhere else He's saying, hang on it's fucking <laughs> Did you know where I, what I'm talking about, Walt? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He said, hang yeah, on, it's a fucking tire on public land I
0: asked that, I'm like, don't I, Okay, that's coming out later <laughs> on, huh? <laughs> Inside joke in the game right now um, That's it uh, Where are we at? Beer or liquor? Liquor What's your dream hunt?
2: Like a, a bona fide, legitimate African safari where, like, you're out in the brush with, a, like, a fucking canot, canvas tent and, you, and you're cooking shit that you killed that day. And it's just, you're always worried, like, a lion's going to roll up in the, wow. in the camp and kill somebody.
0: That's the first one we've had that of all the answers, yeah, yeah, I think, that was, man. That was nice. Good. That's a good answer. I like that. I'm on board with that. Um, favorite restaurant.
2: Mmm.
3: Shit. Um. Olive Garden. What, dude? Okay, I won't ask uh, you no, any questions. I, I need move past I, I need to back up on that. Really? That's a Florida answer. <laughs> Damn,
2: all, you can, all, all you can eat pasta bowls? Dude, that's a fat boy's dream. Yeah, that
3: is a Florida answer. Do you you have a Golden Corral? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, that's where <what> Golden Corral was <laughs> invented, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's a Florida I like when Doug, anytime we get some dumb shit in, that's a Florida answer, bro. <laughs> okay, we're getting
0: a little loose here. Uh, right. Where are we at?
3: Favorite tree stand snack? <laughs> Leftover Olive Garden. Probably water because
1: it's so hot. hot.
2: <laughs> I was actually going to say sweet tea, but I'll, I'll say Snickers
1: Bar. What was
2: it? Snickers Bar. Okay.
1: How's, that
3: thing, right. how's that thing not melt? Because he brings a cooler with him, dude. <laughs> um, he, he
2: goes inside the jug of ice, sweet tea.
3: Nice. <laughs> oh, <it's> just, <laughs> just floating in there. <laughs>
0: floater. Uh, superhero power. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh Dude, I want to be Superman. That's a Florida answer, okay. bro. Okay. He can't have that. Fixer
0: Mechanical Broadheads. Fix. Uh, face paint, face mask, or neither.
2: Beard. Beard. Okay, That's
0: surprising in Florida. I like didn't think it. that. Cameron just gave you the rock on sign. <laughs> Date? How well, you're fucking married? It's, I'm not even gonna ask that one.
2: Well, no, rocket. I, I don't go down. All right. Bit.
0: Date with a supermodel or 500 acres of hunting ground for a weekend.
2: You get to fuck her
0: too at the end of it. <laughs> 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 are, are you saying? Are you saying she gets to get some
3: Punenne?
2: Punanne.
0: five hundred acres. Okay. I just had to add that extra. I thought I was like, David, the server model. Like nobody just wants to go out to eat. You know what I mean?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? We were supposed to be hunting. You could go out to eat with a chick that you might never bang. Yeah. I'd say that. You do that all the time, bro. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Every every chance I get, bro.
3: Hey, you want to come hunt 500 acres? Now, dude, this chick, like she told me all her life problems. And then we went to Olive Garden and bro, I really think it's going to (laughs) happen.
0: Yeah. That's, so my me saying that harsh statement of you get to do her at the end was pretty justified. Am yeah, I right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah,
0: okay. Put in there. All right. Uh, finish the sentence. During hunting season, my wife blank
2: is single.
3: <laughs> really? we bring her up here. I'll take her to Olive Garden. She'll tell me all about her husband. All of my tree stands are blank.
2: Uh.
0: 25 foot up During the off season My favorite thing to do is blank Shoot
2: my
0: bow When I'm bored in the stand I like to blank
2: Take a nap <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna be honest Yeah I, I,
0: <laughs> No one will admit it But you did man I appreciate that Hey
3: what do yeah. you do Yeah What do you do In Florida for the bugs Like Does thermocell work um, we heard that lethal, uh, that bug spray works really, really Eric's well. Eric's gotta go to work.
1: Yeah, Walt and I talked to you, but I gotta head to work, man. Yeah, no, Eric's gotta work. <laughs> what do you do
3: for bug spray? Be control? good, brother.
1: Everybody's shopping uh, around and well, out of the
3: studio. But you're
1: good, you're good.
2: We, we smuggle in DDT and we bathe in it. Um, and then thermosels, dude. I run like dual thermo thermosels. Really? Yeah.
0: That, that, you'd need that. All right, Eric,
3: working glass bow yeah.
0: hunter in the house, man. Have a good night.
3: All right, Eric, don't get pulled over going to work. Head man, so thermocells
0: are a lifesaver, man. That's a game changer in, in the early season in the southern hunters world, man. You know,
3: Larry McCoy told us so that you. that lethal spray, um, he, he was like, dude, when we were hunting bears up in Canada because the, the bugs get really bad up there, apparently, he said they sprayed it on when uh, our homie Paul Biggs, who – May have said some nice, not nice things about me today. He was like, "Dude, I can't edit this. All I can hear is bugs." And everybody was like, "Yeah, we use that spray, and we were totally fine." So I don't know. I'm kind of curious because I mean, we,
0: we never tried it, but that'd be a we favorite. haven't tried either. But I'm curious.
3: What is it
2: called? Yeah, permethrin. It's uh, look up Sawyer's. Anybody who's interested, look Google Sawyer's. Um, it's a, it's like a highly toxic thing for cats. If you spray it like when it's wet Can't but happen. if you if you drench your if you drench your clothes and, and then let it dry it kills all biting insects on contact so like mosquitoes won't land on it and shit like that so that's how i end up avoiding ticks. so cameron I, in I here shaking his like- head
0: that he's he's agreeing like he's heard of it
2: yeah we use it for
4: work oh dude it- for work when we go down to brazil is that the stuff we have oh yeah i bet you do yeah for zika
0: Oh, okay. Well, I've used this, and I didn't even know about it. Did you say yep. for
4: Zika?
3: Is me, it is for me, Zika? Me and Cameron. Zika virus. Well, <laughs> You were
0: pronouncing it. Well, no, me okay. and Cameron went to Brazil together yeah. last summer, the, the, the summer before we were down there. And, uh, yeah, the, the we were for, we both worked for John Deere. John Deere Corporate gave us this mosquito stuff. I didn't know that's what it was.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that shit yep. is actually really bad. Like, if you touch it while it's wet, it's, they say it can really yeah, it's not hurt you. No bueno.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know. I've used it didn't even know about it. So that's interesting. All right, silent, awkward. All right, He's like, I, like yeah, I agree.
2: I was waiting for Steve, man. I thought Steve was going to say something.
3: You gave Steve his space. space. Yeah, uh, no, don't no, say no. anything, Steve. Fuck no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's over, bro. I I got the information I need. I'm out of here. You
0: can tell we're both podcasters right now. Like this whole like group is just yeah. in the game of podcasting.
3: <laughs> By
0: like just how we're we're vibing like so well that it's awkward.
3: Yeah. But, but, yeah, a little bit. You know, to me the the that shit's interesting because you've what got, got? nasty ass bugs down there that thrive year round and we got oh, yeah. some bugs that are like savages for like four months.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the shit works both ways. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's like, dude, you figure them bugs down there would be a lot better off, you know, fighting whatever we have because like a lot of um a lot of plants, you know, they say every ten years, you know, you have to change the weed killer, because they, they adapt to it, yep. but apparently bugs are too fucking stupid to figure it out. Good. <laughs> I mean, good, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad, but... well what I want to do right now, curious. man, is
0: tell people where they can find you, man. Online,
1: wherever.
2: Yeah. No, thanks, man. So, uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're considering Twitter, but I can't make any promises. Um you can find us on Instagram at Chasing underscore Tales underscore Outdoors underscore Podcast. That's a mouthful, I know. Uh, we're on on Facebook at Chasing Tales Outdoors. Um, if you're interested in joining our closed group, which is free, we have a group called Chasing Tall Tales. And that's just a community of like-minded guys that rib each other and just share some awesome stories. And I kind of I do a little bit of data mining from there. You know, if you want to contribute to the podcast or if you have a thought as to what you'd like to see or someone you'd like to have on the podcast, that's your avenue to tell me. Um, our podcast is found on every major listening uh, platform for podcasts, and including, as of yesterday, Spotify as well, which took freaking forever. But uh, So, yeah, that's the extent of it, man.
0: Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. This has always been always fun, man. I knew it would be. Um, every time we get to talk on the phone or text, we always bust each other's balls through live streams and whatever it may be and i appreciate man the support from your end from your show means a lot to us and you know i'm glad that we could connect and have you on our show finally and make it work out and you know, i we had a blast in your show we hope you'll have us back and i hope you come back on our show man definitely
2: dude you give me a date and a time and i'll make it happen man it's always a pleasure talking to you and and uh bullshit dude it's, it's a nice reprieve from how serious all the other podcasts are
0: we know what we need to do, man? We need to try and make a promise to make it happen more often. You know, like guess back and forth because we have the same kind of mindset on the industry, and uh, it's just good genuine yeah. conversation. So, you know, if we get along this well, we have both have great shows in our eyes, and uh, we might as well <laughs> just do it more often because that's the freedom of podcast, and there's no network telling us what the fuck we can and can't
1: do.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, and and if you can manage to find time in your busy schedule, I'll be at ATA, so that'd be the first opportunity like, for sure that we'd be able to podcast together.
3: So,
0: Well, if you're going to be at ATA, son, you can join our podcast at the ATA because (laughs) we're going to be podcasting there. Uh, Same as last year. So you have to come in and vibe up with us. We uh, ATA this year we're planning on, we did a bunch of probably 10, 10, 12, 12, 12, 25 this year, and uh, we're going to get it done. Steve just slow blinked at me. We're going to hustle it out. I'm gonna well, be
3: bro. I gotta earn my invite, to dude. ATA I'm this
0: drinking year. Bush Light. We got a camera guy rolling with Walt's gonna be there. We're uh, it's gonna Hell be yeah. it's gonna be a mess, but we're gonna have a lot of fun. We yeah uh, we got a we got some fun things planned for ATA already, <laughs> and we, it's not even close. Um, we're gonna we're gonna surprise some people here in the podcast game with uh we'll call it a pop up podcast. That's what we'll just leave it at. Hey. So thank you, Walt, hey. so much for joining our show. Uh, it was a blast. We talked about a lot of a lot of a lot of quality content and a lot of not so quality content. But hey, that's we, the beauty of podcasting. It was a
3: podcast that I think needed to happen. You know, we got to get a guy who's in the podcast game. We got to just talk some outside bullshit, and then we get a little bit of information. Leave the people wanting more. Okay,
0: here's what I'll do right now. I'm gonna do a circle. This we we do this often. Doug hates this. I do. Tell me something good, Doug. Uh, I got my trail cameras out. And I got a decent buck on there already So that's something good for me Intern Tank, tell me something good
4: Uh, If you want to come up to the midwest You've got a guy here that'll uh,
3: do some scouting for you Cameron
0: will be your guy, Walt
3: Boom, my man Steve, I dare I ask I am not as fat as I was At this time last year (laughs) That's a fucking (laughs) lie (laughs) Bullshit Walt,
0: tell me something good, buddy
4: (laughs) Get the fuck out of here 66 days until September, son (laughs)
3: <laughs> the
0: hell yeah. Damn. I'm dude. on board. 56 days? And I got something positive for everybody. It's summertime. Things are looking good. This is your year to kill the buck or whatever it is of your dreams. But you know what you got to do first? Before you do that, go shoot your bow. We love you.
1: When you go out there. Or where you think they are? Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know, right here at Hawks Cave. Oh,
4: that's awesome!
3: Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from seven to ten p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the
2: destination for outdoor entertainment.